0: Hi again everybody, I'm Dan Horde, and thanks for downloading the Bengals Booth Podcast, the Can't We Just Talk edition, as I sit down for a series of one-on-one conversations with five different players, including two guys that I think Bengals fans are especially eager to hear from, Joseph Osai and Jackson Carmen. The Bengals Booth Podcast is presented by Ultimate Bengals. Download Ultimate Bengals ahead of the 2022 season. It's free-to-play next-level fantasy football with fantastic Bengals prizes. Get it now on the App Store and Google Play. And here's a quick reminder that you can have the latest edition of this podcast delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer by subscribing, wherever you get your podcasts. It's the greatest thing since... Barry. So I've become a little bit obsessed lately with the TV show Barry on HBO. It's in its third season, and if you've never watched it, it's a half-hour comedy-slash-drama about a hitman who joins an acting class. Former Saturday Night Live cast member Bill Hader co-created the show and plays Barry, and the cast includes Henry Winkler, a.k.a. The Fonz, if you're old enough to remember Happy Days. In any case, there's nothing quite like it on TV. It's very funny, but also dark, and twisted. So, check out Barry on HBO, or for a small fee, on the various streaming services. Now, let's get to football. Remember last year's preseason opener? The Bengals faced the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who surprised many of us by starting Tom Brady at quarterback in the preseason opener. Here's how the Bucs' opening series ended rookies joseph osai and cam sample are both in to rush tom brady on third down and ten giovanni bernard back in it running back lines up to the right of brady catches a high shotgun snap looking scrambling and sacked nice brady brought down at the 13 yard line as the Bengals sack him on third and ten that sack went to rookie joseph osai who had seven quarterback pressures on only 23 pass rushing snaps according to pro football focus he was the star of a 19-14 win, and I spoke to Osai right after the game. We're in the locker room with rookie Joseph Osai, part of the Bengals' excellent performance in the preseason opener, and in your case, a sack of Tom Brady on the Patriots' opening drive.
1: How big of a throw was that? Oh, it was awesome. You know, I grew up watching him play before mm-hmm. Rob Gronkowski was lined up against me. Uh, so uh, it was definitely dope seeing those guys and, and living a dream. But um, uh, I just know we got to get back to work. So it, it'll, it'll be dope. Uh, we, we got great guys on that line all over. You know, for, for him to get moved, it was, it was a team effort. For him to get moved to me, I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. So, you know, it was a great effort. I can't wait to see how we grow as a team throughout the
0: season. You're being modest. I admire that. Technically a combined sack between you and Trey Hendrickson, but was it surreal to look down and see the GOAT after nah, your first was,
1: preseason it was, it sack? Was, it was definitely dope, man. It was awesome. I, I looked, before the play started, I looked back and I saw him and I was like, man, that's, that's Tom Brady. So uh, it, was, it was definitely dope. But um, yeah, just, hopefully there's uh, many more of those to come, you know.
0: But as it turned out, there weren't more to come. Osai did that interview with his right wrist wrapped up. It turned out to be broken. In the days that followed, Joseph experienced pain in his left knee. That turned out to be a meniscus injury that required surgery. Joseph did not play again as a rookie, but the Bengals are hoping that he can have a big impact this year, particularly as a pass rusher. So far in the off-season practices, he's been working off to the side with several teammates who are recovering from injuries. I spoke to the 22-year-old this week. Joseph, right now we see you working out on the rehab field uh, with Nick Cosgray. How are you doing physically?
1: Physically, um, low body-wise, doing great. Upper body-wise, we're getting there gradually. You know what I mean? I'll let you uh, ask Nick how my progress is, but we're, we're getting a lot of strength back, and that's uh, one of the things we wanted to do. So a lot of progress for sure.
0: So knee okay, wrist still coming along?
1: Knee, wrist still coming along. Knee's, knees ready to go.
0: What was last year like for you? I would see you come in here from time to time, going yeah. through rehab, meeting with the medical staff.
1: Was it difficult? Yeah, it definitely was, especially, um, I think I've said this plenty of times, being um, that being the first football season I've ever missed since I started playing. It was definitely tough, but like I said, I had great people around me to keep my head up. You know, it definitely it was tough, even with the people around me at a, at a certain point, but. You know, having those people around me, and then seeing the success of the team. You know, you always want to. I consider some of these guys brothers, so um, you always want your brothers to win. You always want your 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 family, your people to win. So seeing them succeed and have a lot of success definitely kept my spirit up for sure.
0: Where were you for the Super Bowl?
1: Super Bowl, I was uh, right on the sideline. Yes, sir. It was, uh, it was it was it was it was it was bittersweet for sure. It was awesome seeing them ball out, and then for us to fall short um, and see a lot of those guys shed tears, it definitely hurt. You know, and it made me want to get back even faster to try and help and and see what I could have done to to you know give a lot of put a smile on a lot of those guys' faces. So uh, it was it was bittersweet for sure.
0: We're visiting with Joseph Osai. I interviewed you in the locker room after the Tampa Bay preseason game where you made that that was me. You made a great splash, (laughs) and I I mean I obviously had no idea that you were hurt. That was the last game you would play. What about you?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, and I had no idea about the knee, but um, the wrist, at first they thought it was a broken, a fractured skateboard bone, when I went in during the fourth or the third quarter, I don't remember, I think it was third, so um, they were saying I would miss three, four games, and I was even crying about that, because I didn't want to miss any games, I had never missed any games ever, so they come to find out, you know, with the with the x-rays and, the, you know, MRIs and stuff that I was going to be out for the whole season. So it was definitely a, a gut punch. But, you know, I'm glad I did get to play in that game and enjoy the moment, you know, getting, getting even though it was preseason, getting getting to be out there with those boys and, and play was truly a joy. And Zach Brady. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hopefully we can do it again this year, man. that would be dope.
0: Did you gain anything last year? Just in terms of you know being around the team, watching the Bengals defense yes, and, and the way that it operates.
1: Yes, sir. Um I I learned what it what it takes to win. I saw how hard these guys worked, and uh, how focused they were, how locked in they were in meetings, how detailed they were even in, in walkthroughs, and on the practice field. You know how detailed Coach Hobby was, Coach uh, Lou, and. Um, it it, it 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 laid the blueprint for me. So now coming in almost as a rookie, you know what I mean, I'm not a rookie, thank God, but almost as I have that one game under my belt to kinda of help my confidence. But coming in as a rookie, I, I kinda of have that blueprint. I got to witness it firsthand so I know what it takes. So if I'm if I'm ever not at that standard, I can look back and say, it's not gonna cut it. We're not gonna get back to where we need to be if you're not at this standard. So that's uh, that's what I gained from sure.
0: Your debut was so impressive. I think a lot of us feel like, oh man, we got a taste yeah. of
1: what this guy is capable uh, of. Was it similar for you? Um, for me, to be honest, it was just I was just out there playing. You know, I was out there having fun, and it was. It wasn't until afterwards that I realized. I looked at the stat stat line and I saw what I did, and I remembered after adrenaline had worn off a little bit. I remember what happened. So, um, for me, it was just playing. Um, moving forward, that's when I'm going to try to. Um, keep it like. I know there's all these expectations, and that could create pressure. But um, at the end of the day, I'm trying to win. So all that stats and the pressure shouldn't bother me. I won't let it bother me. You know, that's my goal going in. But um, I just have to keep working, and it'll come.
0: What are you looking forward to the most when you're back out there?
1: Just playing. Just playing. You know, um, when you when you play this game for so long as I had, um, you almost forget that it's actually a blessing be out there on the field you forget that people get hurt left and right every day you know what I mean and people careers get cut short so I'm just going to be blessed and, and super thankful thankful to God um thankful for the opportunity to just be out there that's the that's the most important thing I'm looking forward to just being able to be out there with the boys playing competing fighting sweating you know what I mean um and that, that's really it all the other things will come I feel like
0: do you have a target in terms of being back is it the beginning of training camp beginning of the season what what is your um, goal
1: Nick Nick has said the beginning of the training camp and that's what we're aiming for and I think right now we're on track
0: well we look forward to it hopefully yes, that is the case great to, to chat again I, uh, that, I look boss. forward to doing it after great performances yes, sir. again
1: yes, sir thank you so much I appreciate that
0: Josiah was the Bengals' third round draft pick last year. In the second round, they selected offensive lineman Jackson Carmen, who started six games as a rookie as he made the transition from playing left tackle at Clemson to mostly playing right guard in the NFL. This year, he's among the leading contenders to start at left guard, and he's looking to show offensive line coach Frank Pollock that he's ready to live up to his massive potential in his second NFL season. Jackson, we've heard a lot about year two in the NFL, particularly for an offensive lineman being much easier than year one. I know we haven't hit training camp for the season yet, but in general terms, do you feel like that's going to be the case for you? Definitely. I feel like like I learned a lot from my first year, and I'm ready to apply everything I learned in my second year. The left guard job, as far as we know, is up for grabs. Is that the target for you? I'm just competing as hard as I can in every aspect. I'm doing whatever
2: my coach is asking me. You look good physically. How have things like that gone for you this offseason? Things are going great. I had really good training this offseason, and I feel really good. My body feels good. I feel like I'm making a lot of progress, and I'm, uh, I'm happy. I feel I feel this way. You know what I mean?
0: Happy that my body's feeling good and functional, and all those things. We're visiting with Jackson Carmen. The Bengals obviously brought in some great vets to add to the offensive line. Uh, tell me about your interaction with those guys and if you've already started learn- learning things from being around them.
2: Yeah, interacting with Ted and Alex and Lael. It's so funny cause like, I used to watch these guys yeah. way before I ever, you know what I'm saying, got to this level and being able to like, you know what I'm saying, be teammates and friends and learn like with people that you uh, have Like I used to watch Lael in high school, you know what I'm saying? being able to be locker room him was super cool for me so
0: definitely learning a lot from these guys already they're great guys even mentioning those guys your face lit up it seems like that's something that you look at as a huge positive for yourself and for the team
2: most definitely it's a huge positive and you know i'm saying i'm looking forward to see what is going to be coming into the season
0: how did you feel about your rookie year how would you classify it
2: I felt like I learned a lot. It's a great learning experience. I had a lot of fun. I, had, I was able to do, like, be a part of something much greater than myself and do things that a lot of people can't say they've done in their rookie year collectively as a team. So I was just really grateful, you know what I mean, blessed. That's how I feel about my rookie year.
0: You were coming off back surgery going into your first year. You don't have to deal with anything like that going into year two? Does that make a big difference? I mean, whenever you have back surgery, you're
2: always going to have to deal with, like, upkeep and maintenance stuff like that. And something that is a part of my
0: regular routine. So this team went to the Super Bowl, uh, exceeded pretty much everybody's expectations. What was that experience like for you? Uh, it was amazing. You know what I mean? Was, to be able to be a part of uh,
2: something so, like, special and how – because at the beginning of the year, no one really expected us to do anything. And then for us to all, you know what I'm saying, come together and do what we did, even though we didn't complete the
0: end goal, it was still it was really amazing. So I'm grateful for all that. Just looking at some of the offensive line drills today, you and uh, Cordell Volson were doing some stuff together. How does that situation or, you know, that vibe work for you where you're working every day with somebody where it looks like you're going to be competing with that guy for the job? Yeah,
2: man, I love it. Cordell's awesome. If you look at him, he looks like a grown man. His body's cut up, smart, sharp, all those things. And really a nice guy, too. So I've been really enjoying my time getting to know Cordell. And also, like, it's the NFL. Everything you do is competition. You know what I'm saying? How early you show up to the building is a competition. How how well you're eating on the weekends is a competition. So everything we do is competition. So that's just the nature of the game.
0: So just part of it. Good to catch you. I appreciate your time. Appreciate you, Dan. I've said it elsewhere, and I will reiterate it here, that I still have really high hopes for Jackson Carmen. He showed me something during training camp last year when he did extra work on his own after nearly every practice, and was usually among the last players to leave the field. I'll be eager to watch him, fourth-round pick Cordell Volson, and perhaps others as they battle it out for that starting left guard spot in training camp. The Bengals Booth Podcast is presented by Ultimate Bengals, the free-to-play fantasy football game. This past season, Ultimate Bengals awarded a weekly winner during the course of the year with tickets, autographed merchandise, and money-can't-buy experiences all up for grabs. Find Ultimate Bengals in the App Store and Google Play. Up next, a visit with one of the Bengals' biggest stars, wide receiver T Higgins burrow now scrambling fires deep downfield for Higgins oh jumps up, pushes nice. over his defender <laughs> catches the ball runs it into the end zone there's no, penalty no flag. no a 75-yard touchdown burrow to Higgins he, as he knocked over Jalen really, Ramsey really. and ran it into the end zone to give the Bengals the lead The 6-foot, 4-inch receiver wrote 1K on his mirror prior to last season and reached that goal with 1,091 yards during the regular season before adding 309 more in the playoffs. T had surgery on his left shoulder after the Super Bowl, so he's not practicing right now, but he expects to be ready to go for training camp. As I was watching practice today, just seeing you standing by some of the other wide receivers and DBs and so forth, you look taller to me are you still growing
3: Uh, oh it's crazy because everybody every time I I'm away for a few and I come back everybody says I look taller and I don't know what it is or what I'm wearing on my feet or I don't know everybody says I'm like taller so yeah
0: well you did enter the NFL at a really young age so it's not out of the question that you're still growing
3: very true very true um it could be a possibility but I don't know
0: how are you doing physically
3: uh physically I'm doing well you know Obviously, a lot of people have questions about my shoulder. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and get it straight to the point. Uh, my shoulder, I have full range of motion back. And right now I'm just working on strengthening it. I'm not rushing anything. I'm being patient. And, you know, just taking my time with this It's something you have to take your time with. And
0: so I can be 100% by, by the time the season starts. You're really good as a rookie. You're outstanding in year two. What's up for year three? Um, just another
3: another you know good season for me um like I was saying um earlier I uh, just got to be consistent that's that was my main thing um my rookie year I wasn't consistent and I mean I had a great season whatever but you know my jumping into my second year I was more consistent with, with my play and that's that's one thing I want to keep keep doing you know throughout my career is being consistent stacking games on top of games so
0: uh that's the biggest thing so You're going to post any numbers on a mirror or anything like that again this year?
3: Um, Probably around training camp. I don't know yet. Uh, I hit that 1,000 mark, uh, so that's that's the standard now. Um, But I don't know yet. Uh, Maybe I'll try to do touchdowns this year. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, uh, I usually make my goals around training camp.
0: So the salary market for wide receivers has exploded this offseason. A year from now, they'll be talking to you about that. Has that started to enter your mind? Um, obviously, I've been
3: hearing, you know, seeing, I've been seeing a whole bunch of things. Um, but, you know, me and my agent has not been talking about none of that. I don't talk to really anybody about, you know, what what's to come in, in the future. All I can do is focus on now, rehabbing my shoulder, and just just being the best version of me, being the best teammate I can be, you know. So,
0: Did it take a while to get over the Super Bowl loss for you, or did you move on pretty quickly?
3: Um... Obviously, you know, it took me like two days. I'm like, dang, you know, what What? what could I have done? What could we have done as a team uh, to have a different outcome? But, I mean, it's just one of those that, you know, you're blessed to play in one of those games. You know, to, you know a lot of people don't get to play in that game. You never know. Um, the goal is to get back, but you never know. And, um, but... Man, you just gotta let it go out. You just gotta let it go, man. It's just another loss.
0: You caught two touchdown passes in your first Super Bowl. That's a big deal.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. It, it's like it's like it's like it's a step up, you know. Um, my first national championship in college, I caught one, and then uh, my second national championship, I only had one touchdown. But you know, going into the league, you know, just two touchdowns in, in the biggest game of my, in my entire football career, and. um you know i'm just blessed man that was that was a blessing uh i still look back at those two those two plays yeah i'm yeah i grabbed this face mask but they didn't call it so (laughs) but uh man yeah man it was just a blessing i didn't have to bring it up i knew i knew i knew it was coming i knew it was coming so (laughs) have a lot of people mention that like hey you should have been flagged oh yeah i'm like but they didn't so at the end of the day i scored twice so it's whatever
0: first touchdown pass came from joe mixon that'll be a trivia question someday oh, yeah. how much fun was that play knowing that that was coming
3: uh it was a lot of fun it's crazy we put we had put it in that week um we didn't really show it in practice you know because the media you know we was just he kind of like walked through it a mm-hmm. little bit and man it was, we caught it i knew what i had to do um joe told me that how he wanted me to run that how quick he wanted me to be and it, it all worked out.
0: Joe Mixon told you that, or Joe yeah, Burrow told Joe you Mixon
3: that? Joe Mixon told me that. Yeah, he was being the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> How was his throw? Yeah, it was actually perfect. It was a tight spiral on the run. I'm like, okay. It was just high and to where I, I was the only way they can get it.
0: Should you do anything fun yet this off season, or will you in early July?
3: Um, I went to uh, I went to Mexico. That's pretty fun. No, nothing crazy. Just went out there, you know, just for the vibe, you know, um, being next to some blue water, you know, just having a good time, man. So it was fun.
0: Well deserved. Congratulations on a great year. Look forward to year three. Thank you. Thank you so much. And for the record, I wasn't joking with T at the beginning of that interview. I think he's grown. It wouldn't surprise me if he's up to 6'5". There are two conversations remaining. Up next, a cornerback who made one of the biggest tackles of the season in the AFC Championship game. From the one-yard line with five seconds left in the half, Mahomes Ooh. throws, Hill catches at the six and nice. gets tackled nice. inbounds, and the clock runs nice. out. Eli. A very questionable decision by the Kansas City Chiefs. They threw it sideways to Tyree Kill, and the Cheetah could not get in or get out of bounds. Eli Eli Apple with a tackle at the 1, and the Bengals dodge a bullet as Kansas City drives to the 1, runs two plays, and fails to score. Eli Apple was one of the biggest bargains in the NFL last year. He was signed for about a million bucks to add depth to the secondary, but quickly took over at cornerback for the injured Trey Waynes and wound up starting fifteen games in the regular season and all four in the postseason. The twenty-seven year old was rewarded with a one year four million dollar deal in March. How did it feel to
4: resign? No, uh, I felt great. It felt great to be back uh, with the guys, be back with Lou and Coach Taylor. Really appreciative of just the opportunity just to be back. And I uh, have another year that we can build on, of course, get to that Super Bowl and win it. Do you feel like you were one of the unsung heroes of the Super Bowl run last year? You know, I feel like I was just somebody that was looking to improve every day, uh, somebody that really wanted to connect with the team, teammates and guys around me and learn from them. And I thought I did that pretty well going throughout the season and trying to progress every day. Um, now it's just about locking in every day and get better, way better than I was last year.
0: I think if anybody looks back on some of the biggest plays from last season, your tackle just before the half in the AFC Championship game of Tyreek Hill has got to be very high on that list. Is that a moment that's become really meaningful for you?
4: I mean, yeah, it was, it was what it was. I guess at the time I didn't realize it. But, yeah, it was definitely, you know, huge. But there was a lot of plays you could pick apart the whole game, you know, especially from a standpoint that – made a difference so you know it's just about doing your job and competing hard all the time and let the results you know happen as they may
0: we're chatting with Eli Apple what do you do after a season do you go back and look at all of it or since you're doing that on a weekly basis you know don't you have to do that
4: yeah yeah so being back now we got our whole games iPads and stuff so yeah I'm I'm looking through everything and, and I just feel like I'm a totally different player now mentally so it's just about building on that getting that confidence and incorporating what I've learned from watching film just on the field field and not making those same mistakes, you know.
0: You had a Twitter post or Instagram post fairly recently where you talked about something like the fire has been relit. How did you mean that?
4: It's just always finding more, more something to just keep going for, you know. Obviously, Super Bowl is what, you, you know what I'm saying, as a team strive for. For me, it's just continue to just get that excitement to get better every day you know what I mean and I feel like that's what I meant just bring that attitude I already had it I already have it because it's nay me. but now it's just about you know just spreading it around the whole locker room and giving everybody that juice every day no matter if we doing walkthroughs you know what I mean so it's just about you know locking in all the details and just coming together more as a team you know
0: how'd you feel about the Super Bowl you made some plays obviously Cup made some plays
4: Nah, man, that's, that's the name of the game. That's the name of the game right there. Would I like to go undefeated all the time hmm. and throw no-hitter? Yeah, of course, who wouldn't? But, you know, you learn from those, those uh, intricate moments where, you know, you battle one of the best. So him and Matt Stafford are a great connection, obviously, and, you know, they put on a great performance, especially on that last drive. So I thought it was a great learning tool for me for the offseason and for us as a group. you know, learn from from that and just be better at finishing, you know. We did a great job, but there's always more more to get.
0: I look back at that final touchdown. The coverage was actually good. I don't know what a DB can do on a perfectly thrown ball on that particular route. A lot. You could have played that better?
4: Way better. My leverage was way too hard on the side. Um, He played off the ball so I wouldn't be able to get hands on, so he could have some room to walk up on me and create that space and that's put it right on him right on his back hip but, uh, I thought you know if I was head up to outside I would be able to be able to get hands on look back for the ball but you know that's hindsight now in the heat of the moment you know things happen so you know hats off to them they they uh, they did what they had to do to win
0: do you enjoy sparring with uh, people on social media
4: it's a part of the game. All the fans, you know, I put them in all one group of categories. Just, you know, try to have fun with it. Don't take anything personal. I'm never really angry, even if I come off as such. So I know a lot of people don't like it, but, you know, it's the way I interact. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, obviously social media is a space where everybody tries to let their feelings go and display their, their thoughts or whatever. Or troll. Most people, all they do is that, especially the media. So for me, it was more of me coming back, trolling the trollers. Hmm. That's, that's how I looked at it. But uh, it's all in good form.
0: you got a locker room that appreciates what you did here last year. You played more snaps than any other defensive back. you feel like you found a home?
4: Yeah, I feel like every day I'm blessed to be here. Uh, it feels like home just because of the guys around and the coaches, the way they embrace me. So I just want to continue to reward them with just my hard work and preparation.
0: I always appreciate your time. Thank you.
4: Appreciate you. In
0: addition to that key tackle of Tyreek Hill, Eli was also responsible for tipping a pass near the end of the playoff win at Tennessee that was intercepted by Logan Wilson to set up Evan McPherson's game-winning field goal. My final conversation this week is with one of the 16 rookie free agents that the Bengals signed right after the draft. Wide receiver Jack Sorensen played college ball just down the road at Miami University where he earned first-team All-MAC honors last year by catching 76 passes for 1,406 yards
5: and 10 touchdowns.
0: So having played at Miami, what's this experience like for you to be with the NFL team right down the road?
5: Yeah, you know, obviously just getting a chance to play in the NFL is, is is a dream come true. It's been a dream I've had for a long time, but... Um, getting to play not too far away from where I spent six years uh, is pretty special. I got a lot of friends that moved to Cincinnati and have jobs here, so uh, the community and, and, the, and the people that I know in Cincinnati is is uh, it, it's just pretty cool to play for the team that is represented by all those people. So
0: you had a monster year last year for the Redhawks, 1,400 yards plus 10 touchdown catches, I believe. Did you start to think last year that you were going to get an NFL opportunity?
5: Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's obviously something that's in the back of your brain. It's in the back of your head at some point. But um, for me, you know, I was so focused on the season, just the game that was at hand, and I wanted to go out, you know, a MAC champion again. Um, and unfortunately, we weren't able to do that. But um, you know, I, I think the more you think about the stats, then the more it takes away from the team game. And it, the the Wii game starts to become a me game and and half the reason that I was able to have the success that I had was because of the support staff that was around me. Um, I had great O-line, I had a great quarterback, I had um, other great receivers that opened me up and gave me opportunities um, and had a great coaching staff that game planned really really well to put me in positions to make plays so um, the reason I had all that success was really a culmination of everybody around me doing what they needed me to do.
0: We're visiting with rookie receiver Jack Sorensen so Jamar Chase last year had some incredible games as a rookie I think 266 receiving yards in a game which was a rookie record in the NFL you topped that in a game last year against Ohio. Two eighty three, if I'm not mistaken.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean college to the NFL is, is, is a bit of a jump. But um, I mean it's just cool being out being around, you know, T and, and, and Trent Taylor and Trent Irwin and you know and, and Tyler Boyd and, and Jamar and, and all these guys that you know some of them at a young age have had a lot of success and then other ones are veterans in the league that have learned a lot of great tips and tricks on you know how to run routes certain ways or how to read certain coverages and where the holes are going to be and just getting to be around that type of experience every every day is is for a young receiver a, a blessing um and hopefully will will you know help me a lot along the way
0: is it kind of jaw-dropping to practice with guys like Jamar and T, who are just such genetic freaks?
5: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I wouldn't say like starstruck or jaw-dropping. Um, I think it's like I said, it's you know, it's a blessing to be around as, as such a young receiver, um, getting the opportunity from learn to learn from young guys that have had a lot of success, and then some other guys that have been in the, in the league for a while and have learned how to have a lot of success consistently, consistently. Um, just being around that and getting to see how they you know attack practices and how they attack individual drills and how they attack special teams and and the consistency that they have day to day I think that's um, a great uh, you know example from for me to see as a rookie.
0: How about Burrow? Is Burrow (laughs) jaw-dropping?
5: Yeah I mean I mean he's a a great QB Um, but you know just same thing I think I think it's for me you know I'm, I'm not getting the reps with Burrow but just getting to see him just to watch him how he goes about and his mannerisms during practice and how serious he takes it. Um, you know, for me, it's a great example as a rookie to, to watch that and to, you know, try to, you know, take after or exemplify a couple a couple things that he does in practice. So he's, he's a great example for all of us rookies.
0: What contact did you have with the Bengals, if any, in the pre-draft process?
5: Um, Throughout throughout the pre-draft process, I I was at the local day. um, So I got to talk with some of the coaches and kind of work with some of the staff uh, then, and then uh, just a couple meetings here and there uh, leading up to the draft. How do you feel a guy like yourself
0: can try to make a mark?
5: Yeah, initially, I think for me, you know, obviously I want to, contribute in the receiver room and um, but for me initially you know I'm, I'm really focusing on special teams I'm, I want to play all four special teams and, um, and travel that way and then obviously uh, you know if I can contribute in any way in the receiver room I want to do that too but I think for me initially I'm going to attack and, and be the best special teams player for me on the team that I that I can be um, because I think that's the best way I can contribute this first year and you know if the opportunities come at receiver then I'm obviously going to take those and run with them but um, initially I'm going to learn as much as I can to be a sponge at the receiver position and then just try to attack the special teams.
0: I think you noted off the top you spent six years at Miami was that a, a blessing for you to have the opportunity to have an extra year to develop?
5: Yeah, you know, I think I think it's it's a blessing and a curse, right? You come in a little bit older um, than most rookies, so you know it's it's not the best in that way, but um, yeah, blessing in, in the sense that you know I got I got six years to develop um, into the player that I really felt like I could be in college, and it kind of showed that last year. Um, and you know, I think I come in as a rookie with a little bit more maturity and understanding of um, you know how to you know handle really long seasons and how to handle big off seasons like um, you know that that COVID gave us and just different stuff like that you know I've had a lot of experiences in college that have given me you know a sneak peek into what it might be like to be um, an NFL player so um, just those experiences over those six years I think are you know going to help give me an opportunity to have some success in the NFL.
0: Are your friends and family savoring this opportunity?
5: Yeah yeah I think they're I think they're adjusting a little bit um, a lot of my uh, a lot of my family's from Green Bay um, so uh, you know just trying to push some orange and black into their in, into their wardrobe um, slowly but uh, yeah it's, it's been awesome everybody's been super supportive and really happy this is a dream that I've expressed I've wanted for 15, 16 years now. So, uh, you know, everybody's just really happy for me, which is, which is awesome.
0: Here's an interesting nugget about Jack Sorenson. He is related to Milwaukee Brewers manager, Craig Council. That's going to do it for this episode of the Bengals Booth podcast presented by Ultimate Bengals. Download Ultimate Bengals ahead of the 2022 season. It's free to play next level fantasy football with fantastic Bengals prizes.